Now, KMOX at your service. Welcome to the Helitech Foundation Repair Home Improvement Show. Now, here's your host, Scott Mosby on KMOX. All right, good morning, good Saturday, good grief, cats and dogs falling out of the sky. We have rain, and if you don't have rain, you will. Home Improvement, KMOX. I have a special guest who loves rain. We're going to talk about rain, foundations, basement, cats and dogs falling out of the sky, and where they go once they hit the ground, underground, and come into your basement. Home Improvement. This is the Helitech Home Improvement Show. I am Scott Mosby. We have two hours today, a wonderful day, lots of things happening. And as I mentioned, we have a special guest in the studio. So all things good right here on University of X. Two-hour show, phone lines for you. This is your opportunity. If you've got any idea of water coming in, and I mean not only your basement, not only your foundation, windows, doors, leaking around those sills, around the doors, window sills, any mismarking or ghosting around the siding on the exterior of your house, roof leaks, whatever it is, gutters overflowing, oh yeah. Uh, believe me, the reason I'm uh, describing this is I drove from the Kirkwood area down Highway 40 on the East Highway 40 path and I mean to tell you, I was going 12 miles an hour for a mile or two because of the torrential downfall. I got to Van Deventer exit, dry. I mean, not just dry, but dry. Shiny, glass, cars, clean, no rain. And, you know, it, it's a big deal. So in the various areas, uh, uh, we've got rain all around the area. With me now, I have Kevin Welsh of Helitech. Kevin, good morning and welcome. Good morning, Scott. Uh, you came from the south, I understand. Yep. What was the rain down like that? Uh, exactly what you just described. It looks like it was heading out towards the uh, Arnold area. So, oh, yeah, yeah it, was, it, was, uh, it was coming down hard. Oy vey, man. I'm <laughs> telling you what. Uh, it was... Uh, you know, there's there's just a few things that get my attention. You know, I'm pretty bold guy, pretty confident. I, I do weather all right and uh, spend a lot of time outdoor. Oh, my gosh. I'll tell you what. We had lightning. We had uh, torrential. And, and the water was coming up from the bottom, too. You know, got the puddles so dramatically full. Uh, Kevin, um, thank you for coming in. Uh, Kevin Welch, Helitech. He's one of our experts that joins us periodically to talk about these things. Uh, you and I were chatting this morning as we came in. Uh, what are you seeing around the water, and what do you expect to see with this torrential downpour? Well, these things can be crazy um, when you get this much rain that fast. So, I mean, it's it it it, it finds its way into homes. It, you know, for a moment there, we 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 were drying out and. Uh, as I was telling you, we were coming in, and um, we just went the other way. So, <laughs> in a matter of a couple hours, so it's pretty crazy with the heat this early in the year. Um, we've got our radar up. We're adding crews. We're we're really we're really really backlogged this year, and we're trying to do a lot more to to speed things up because we see we see the potential with this heat that we move into uh, into settlement as well real quick, and we're all of a sudden into peering. So I don't know that we're going to get a break this year. I think we're going to keep rolling. Yeah, folks kind of expect you to be there when you, when they need you. So, uh, well, just let's get this, get, get this out of the way. How do people contact you, phone numbers and such? 1-800-246-9721 and uh, helitechonline.com. Right on. Kevin Welch here of Helitech, Scott Mosby, KMOX. Uh, we've got two hours. This may turn into weather updates because Dean DeVore has been certainly updating us throughout the last hour. So you will hear. Uh, we'll keep you posted. Of course, this is KMOX. This is the place to be. This is your hometown favorite radio station. So we take it very seriously. Phone lines for your questions, comments, any weather things you're seeing around town, 314-436-7900, 314 314- 436-7900, toll-free, 800-925-1120. We take it very seriously. If you've got some uh, really rough weather, give us a call. Let us know. Uh, call our producer. We'll uh, answer the phone, and we'll get you on the air. And, uh, you know, it, we're in this community together. It's, this is the place. Um, and I don't know about you, but when anything happens, um, you know, I, I tune Cam Wax. Uh, 314-436-7900, toll-free, 800-925-1120. Uh, Kevin, uh, last time you were on, we were talking about the uh, the hydroway waterproofing system, which is a little bit different. It's not your standard thing. Uh, 
And that was one of the things that drew me to Helitech years ago to, to choose the endorsement because uh, it, it's not the same old, same old, uh, and yeah. it's a very different, reliable thing. Yeah, it's, you know, as I tell people all the time, these systems are designed you know, to get the water into the system as fast as possible and get that water moved into the pit so the pump can take over and get it out of your house. And that's the great thing. The, inf- the inflow of that system, of the hydroway drainage system, is 70% faster than any other product in the United States. Wow. So wow. it's 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 state of the art. It's we've been using it now for about 19 years and uh it just it, it works extremely well. Well, I kind of like it. You know, I'm a hometown guy. I'm, you know, made in the USA, that sort of thing. And boy, this stuff was invented here in St. Louis, wasn't it? Yeah, Monsanto. A couple of engineers out of Monsanto invented it and uh we ended up purchasing the equipment and buying the patent rights and we have a sister company that manufactures the product virtually all day long and we sell it to other companies like Helitech throughout the United States, mm-hmm. separate of where we where we were, where we're located, we don't want we don't want to compete with our own products. So uh, you also sell to the big boys. I mean, uh, for large water removal for large uh, stadiums. I mean, you, you don't. I don't think people realize. You know, you're just Helitech. You're those hometown guys. Yeah. Uh, you know, you get outside of St. Louis and you're. Oh, Helitech, those guys from, you know, they don't realize, you're never an expert in your own town, you know? Right. <laughs> but I mean, some of the yeah, things. a lot that of ball you, fields. Yeah, yeah. We, we do a lot of, uh, you know, our our, uh, our sister company sells to engineering firms that will put in um, underground drainage for sports fields. Um, we've got a rep over in Europe that sells it for nothing but soccer fields. Wow. So it's it's a really neat product. I heard soccer is pretty, or football is, is rather popular uh, in Europe. Yeah, that's what I kind of hear. Uh, boy, howdy, man. <laughs> I'll tell you what. Uh, I found that interesting. Yeah. Will you stick around? Well, you bet. T- Looking forward to it. Kevin Welch, Helitech, uh, talk about right time and right place. Uh, you know, he, he gave up his Saturday, twisted his arm a little bit, eh, you know, eh, but he's here. Uh, 314-436-7900, And we've got a lot of things happening. We'll keep you updated with the weather. Uh, the forecast looks like it's going to come and go with this uh, hot temperatures. Uh, you know, it's perfect for the St. Louis weather forecast. If you don't like the weather now, blink three times, it'll change. So uh, those hot weather patterns bring fast changes. Uh, so we've got it right here on Cam West. We've got your back. We are your weather family member right here on KMOX. 314-436-7900, toll-free, 800-925-1120. Kevin Welch, Helitech, Scott Mosby, KMOX, at your service. Welcome back to the Helitech Foundation Repair Home Improvement Show. Now, once again, here's your host, Scott Mosby on KMOX. Yep, Scott Mosby with Kevin Welch at my hip. A little bit of expert right here. We brought him in for the heavy weather just for you. Let's get fired up and go right to the phones. We're going to get an update here from Dean DeVore soon. Let's see what's cooking with Seth. Hey, Seth, good morning, sir. How can I help you? Hey, Scott. Great to talk to you. This is a good topic uh, for you this morning. Yeah, we bought, uh, we built our house 17 years ago, and I've, I've never put a sump pump in. And the people that I talk to think I'm crazy, but you know, we've never had any floods in the basement or anything like that. Um, what's your take on what's your take on that? Uh, Kevin, can you help uh, Seth here? Absolutely. Yeah, Seth, what I would recommend is, you know, if, if you're not, is check the pit. You know, open that lid, look in it, um, do it periodically to see if you've got water in that pit. If you have water in the pit, then you need to get a pump in there. Um, yeah, now I've heard, and, and I've heard things like uh, hydrostatic pressure can, like, make your basement walls bow and stuff like that is that just uh, is that true or what's going on with that yeah absolutely i mean hydrostatic pressure is not a good thing i mean if you're getting water coming up between the the seam of the wall and the floor um you're yep. you're gonna you're gonna need a drain system and, and get it run to that that sump pit but if you're not getting water right. in there if you're not getting water in your pit there's really nothing to be concerned about all right that's cool hey scott earlier when you were saying it was uh raining cats and dogs have you ever heard of the joke um if it's raining cats and dogs, I hope you don't step in a poodle. <laughs> I haven't heard, heard that heard, one. Tell me, you uh, I can't believe, no one here in St. Louis has heard that I'm from Cape Girardeau, and I thought, I thought it was a pretty standard joke. Well, anyway, I heard, you say that, I heard you say that earlier, and I'm like, and that's the main reason why I called, because I wanted to say, hope you don't step in a poodle today if it's raining cats and dogs. Oh, my gosh. Well, we're city right. kids. We don't get down to that second part of the chapter, you know? Yeah, <laughs> down, in, down, <laughs> down in God's country in the uh, southern Missouri. 
Yeah, man. Missouri, there All you right. go. I can tell you're from yeah. southern Missouri. <laughs> well, I do that just to tee my wife off a little bit. She says, no, it's Missouri, not Missouri. So I make sure I say Missouri. Anyway. Right on, Seth. Thank, thank you. Appreciate it. Thank you so much. All right. Take care. Uh, Ralph. Hey, Ralph. Good morning. Welcome, Welcome sir. sir. How, How can, can we help? help? Uh, yes, Mr. Mosby. Yes, sir. I, I want to get my uh, vinyl siding clean. And I was reading about a technique on the Internet this morning about soft washing. Uh, do you know anything about that compared to power washing? And do you re- recommend one over the other? Uh, it, uh, depends it depends who's, who's doing, doing it, it, really. really. Uh, Ralph, if uh, soft washing would be kind of a hose, a brush, uh, let the chemicals do the work, scrub it maybe with a push broom, uh, hard washing or power washing, 1,500, 2,000 PSI, that tool in the hands of an inexperienced uh, do-it-yourselfer, you can inject and blow water into the wall cavity and do some serious damage to a house. So uh, the soft washing, uh, frankly, um, I've been washing houses for for years, long before I had access to a power washer, take a hose up on it, uh, scrub it with a good detergent, get the, the dirt and the grime off. Uh, the mildew, the black uh, mold will stick to that vinyl siding, uh, and then it's time to go to a mildew side or a bleach, uh, something w- that will actually kill that black stuff. And if you just spray ble- bleach on it, uh, really uh, 50% water, 50% bleach. Some folks use 100% bleach. Be careful, it'll kill the plants. Uh, it will affect that black and, and turn that black white. But that's why I'm saying soft washing then requires a fairly stiff bristle plastic broom. I use a push broom uh, and I scrub the siding and then rinse it because any solid residue that stays on that siding will hold the moisture. Moisture then sits and it turns back into the mildew and you're going to be cleaning it, you know, six months, 12 months later. So it's kind of like washing your car. If you just rinse it down with the hose, it gets better. But you really don't get the stuff off the car. Yes, I don't really have any uh, any a mold or anything. I just wanted to get it clean, so I didn't know which. Uh, do you, are you recommend any type of company, professional company? Oh, I, it depends. Whether do you want to do it yourself, Ralph, or are you looking for a pro? Oh, no, I, no, no, I don't want to do it myself. I want somebody professionally do it. Oh, well, the pros are going to use a uh, power washing com- uh, machine because they can disperse and blow the water further, but they also are trained to know which way the siding laps, what kind of siding to hit with what kind of pressure. Generally, it'll just deliver a lot more gallons onto that uh, house. So, yeah, pros do a really good job. Uh, it's it's common, um, but I try to keep the DIY guys off, off of ladders, number one, and uh, off... Uh, uh, pressure washers that literally will inject water under the skin. Right. Okay, thank you very much. You bet, Ralph. No, don't uh, don't be afraid of having a pro come in and wash the house. It's kind of like washing your car, only it's bigger and a lot more dangerous. Do you, do you recommend anybody? Do you have anybody that, that you recommend for, for your company or... Uh, we used to. We used to do it when we t- uh, did uh, pressure washing of uh, pavements and decks and patios, and now we just refer people out. You're welcome to call our company for referrals on that uh, at uh, 314-909-1800, 909-1800. We've got a list, and we keep a running list of referrals. Thank you. All right. Thanks, Ralph. Bye-bye. Bye-bye. Home Improvement, Scott Mosby, X, Kevin Welch. Uh, uh, Kevin, um, I mean, Holy smokes, uh, are you watching roofs and siding and gutters when you're, uh, or are you just trying to, you know, stay between the lines on the highway when the uh, rain comes? Uh, are, what are you watching on houses when it rains very heavily? How gutters, do you know? Gutters, yeah, gutters, gutters, gutters. Yeah. Tell, tell me more. Yeah, the, the gutters and downspouts are critical. Um, I can't tell you how many times I go to people's homes and they're wondering why they're getting water in their basement and I look up at their gutters and they're either non-existent (laughs) or they're clogged with debris. Um, And when those gutters start overflowing against the foundation, especially in rains like we're going to get today, Mm -hmm. um, that water will find its way in the house if your gutters aren't operating properly. So this is a great day. I tell people this all the time, grab an umbrella, uh, go outside, walk around your house and look at where your water's going. Look at your house all together and see what's going on. Just you know, analyze it and see. And and if your your gutters are overflowing, you need to get somebody or yourself get up there and get them cleaned out right away. And and uh, that'll protect your foundation or it'll help in in protecting your foundation for sure. Don't go out while it's in lightning though. Don't yeah, do right. That. <laughs> yeah. Oh, but-
but I mean, it, it is Mother Nature. Water is very obedient. You can see what's happening with that water coming off the roof and where it goes. Uh, and the purpose of, of rain gutters are to gather the enormous amount of water that hits the roof, an impervious, impervious surf, surface. So it gathers in the gutters and then basically goes to those downspouts. Well, each of those downspouts is akin to a fire hose. And so if you have the water just dumping at the bottom of your foundation in the corners, that's bad. Or worse yet, no gutters. The water just comes down right at the foundation. You know, yeah, that, that little downspout turn that they that they forever have put on gutters is not enough anymore. You oh, need to yeah. get those things. We, we like to see them every bit of 10 to 15 feet away from the foundation. So that water then is going to be flowing away and not, not right back up against the foundation. Yeah, I mean, uh, or you can call Kevin, 800-246-9721, or for heaven's sake, get that water away from your house and then find out. I mean, I get so many questions of, well, it's a foundation, you know, my house leaks, it shouldn't. No, no, folks, it's a foundation. It's not a boat and it's not a submarine. It's designed to hold the house up. We then have turned rathskillers, root cellars, other things in the historical, you know, support foundation thing into habitable space, which is fine. But that space gets built very differently uh, with hydroway cisterns, dewatering, all the stuff that Kevin Welch and, and Helitech are talking. That's a different uh, driver than just hold the, the house up and the dirt out. I mean, Kevin, how, how many times do you wind up explaining to people why their foundation leaks? Oh, daily. <laughs> yeah, that's kind of four, four to five times daily. <laughs> Get ready for the Cards and Reds this afternoon. Amron Total Access 215. First pitch 310. Hear it here on your voice of the St. Louis Cardinals. KMOX. Now, KMOX at your service. Welcome to the Helitech Foundation Repair Home Improvement Show. Now, here's your host, Scott Mosby on KMOX. All right, back together, home improvement, so many things happening. We do have a little bit of update on the weather. Uh, Dean DeVore is with us here. Uh, Dean, update, please. Yeah, we've got uh, uh, what they've done now is reconfigured the warning. They brought pretty much from uh, the city uh, southward now all into one cohesive warning uh, for the city, the county, also uh, parts of uh, the on the Illinois side, Monroe, and uh, also St. Clair counties. That's going to go for about the next hour, Scott. There's some really nasty storms here that are kind of doing a couple of things. Uh, things are combining. They're also backbuilding. We're looking at some hail embedded in these uh, storms that are maybe up to quarter size. It looks like to me on the uh, Illinois side of the river between Dupo and Columbia would be the strongest cell there, and that's kind of drifting to the south and east and then we've got some really heavy downpours that just have moved through the city in the last 20 minutes they're moving towards Cahokia and Centerville and then uh, it's really bad around Oakville and Arnold and that cell's back building and then I think there could be some hail in that cell coming too so again this whole area from the city south and east warned for about the next hour flooding downpours damaging wind gusts and hail the big uh, three here this afternoon and these are forming right over the city and the areas to the south and east will continue to keep you up to date here as we go through the afternoon on the voice of st louis kmox hey dean before you go yes, uh, will you describe back building uh it sounds serious you're well, rolling i mean off your what, tongue? what happens there is a you know normally things from our perspective meteorologically move west to east so mm -hmm. storms are moving from west to east but what happens is as uh different boundaries interact with each other as the storm cell is moving to the east it starts building though back to the west uh, so like uh, wow. you know it wasn't doing anything in Arnold and then then the storm's starting to push back west of that again in the heavier rain so it's just a it's just a way for me to say that these storms are are not you know moving in necessarily the most traditional directions wow. here if you're watching them on the radar things are moving the heaviest parts of a storm are moving back from uh, east to west here Wow. All right. Dean, thank you very much. It's a busy day. We'll keep you up to date here on KMOX. Yes. <laughs> thank you. Dean DeVore, uh, AccuWeather, uh, at your service right here. This is part of KMOX. Um, uh, suffice it to say, back building is not good for us. If uh, So I appreciate Dean's explanation on that. Uh, the, the experts uh, roll some of these things off their tongues, and, you know, the rest of us know, well, that doesn't sound good. I, I'll, I'll get under the bed now, maybe. <laughs> Kevin, you and I were talking about um, uh, hydrostatic pressure and and just normal leaky foundation. Uh, can, you know, can you uh, tell me the difference? So, you know, we've got rain falling out of the sky, water, you know, going everywhere. And then when it's not raining, you know, maybe a week later, 
I still could have a, a wet, leaky foundation. Yeah, so you're, what we're typically looking for when we go out and do an inspection is we're, there's three places water is going to usually come from. It's either going to come over the foundation, mm. it's going to come through the foundation, or it's going to come up underneath the floor. Um, so over the foundation is typically going to be, in most cases, some type of a landscaping issue because mm. that water is getting over the top of the sill plate. So we're usually looking then for, you know, is the mulch too high, is the dirt too high, is something going on there. Um, and that's usually not us that, that would take care of that problem. That's going to be a landscaping company. And those are usually homeowner-induced problems, are they not? Yeah, a lot of people, you know, they make that phone call every year to have their mulch updated, mm-hmm. and they never take any mulch down. Yeah. And so the mulch just builds up and builds up and builds up. The next thing you know, it's over the top of the sill plate, and you got water coming in there. Um, so, you know, the other places are going to be you through a crack in the foundation. Mm-hmm. Um, and then again, hydrostatically, which hydrostatically, as you and I were talking about, um, a lot of people don't understand what that means. It's it's pressure building up underneath the floor because the water table's rising below the floor. And water's heavy, so when the soil is saturated, the, the, the water in the soil has weight, so it's pushing down on the water below it, and that's where right. the pressure, yeah, yeah. Correct, correct. So there's, you know, different fixes, you know, crack injections for, for cracks that are leaky or putting in our hydroway drainage system and running that to a sump pit with a sump pump if it's hydrostatic pressure. Yeah, I get questions of, well, can I just dig out around the foundation? And, and yeah, you can, but you want to fight Mother Nature? You want to go with Mother Nature, it, you know? Yeah, I often get the same the same yeah. comments, and as I tell people all the time, you're going to get a, a lifetime warranty that's transferable if we're doing work on the inside. On yeah. the outside, we're going to give you no warranty whatsoever when yeah. it comes to waterproofing. Yeah, that, and, and really the philosophy is, are you going to go with what Mother Nature has created, gather it, control it, and, get, and, and pump it out with a sump pump, or are you going to try and stick your finger in the dike and then stick your next finger in the next hole, and then, you know, you run out of fingers and toes. Yeah, yeah, Mother Nature is undefeated. You're better off just to go with the flow, literally, manage it, and, you know, thus the hydroway. Yeah, and one other, one other thing, Scott, as we're talking about this, is that, you know, we get called out a lot, and, and all of the estimators will, will agree with me on this. We go out a lot, and people have their, they're getting water in, mm-hmm. and they've got their, uh, their drywall up or their paneling up. And there's no way we can see through that and know exactly where that water's coming from. So if you've got water coming in in an area, you're going to have to get that drywall down and that paneling down and then have us come out and inspect it. And that way we can tell you exactly what's happening. Yeah, yeah. You can't see through walls. Not Superman. Yeah. All right. Uh, <laughs> uh, phone number, Helitech, one more time. 1-800-246-9721. There you go. Kevin Welsh, Helitech. Let's get back to the phone, see what's cooking here with Dale. Hey, Dale, good morning. KMOX, Kevin and Scott here. How may we help? Great show, Scott. Never miss it. Thank you. I, I don't either uh, whenever I can. Okay. <laughs> I was wondering, uh, could you give that, is that Red X that you mix to put in your drains for slow-moving drains? Yeah. Yeah. I thought I heard that, but I wasn't sure, so I thought I'd check back. Could you give that recipe one more time? Yeah, just think chocolate milk and powdered chocolate, uh, just like a Nestle's chocolate. The Ridex comes in, and it's not just Ridex. It's a biological enzyme drain cleaner for the sewers, and all it is is the bacteria. We have the same bacteria in our intestines that digest the food uh, that uh, happens in those sewer pipes in our house, or it should or could. So RIDX, R-I-D-X, just the letter, is an enzyme that makes this bacteria happy, and then that bacteria starts eating the organic waste, of which all of it's in the sewer, whether it comes from our food or digestion or whatever. Uh, And that is really, if it's the powdered form then, Dale, I just, uh, and I did it this morning, oddly enough. Uh, You know, I get up early, drink a big glass of water, about 20-ounce glass, and then I get at my coffee, and then I just... Uh, this morning, I filled up that 20-ounce glass, just a big glass tumbler, uh, warm water, and, you know, underneath the sink, I keep in a plastic Ziploc bag uh, the, the powdered Ridex, and I just take the uh, same spoon that, you know, was on the way to the dishwasher, the tablespoon, and I put in one tablespoon of the Ridex powder into that warm water, slosh it around, and I dump half of it in the kitchen sink, and then I go into the powder room around the corner, and I uh, pour the other one into to the, the lavatory sink there. Uh, and then if I really feel like I'm getting at it, I'll go dump some down the toilet. But then I run the faucet only for a few seconds because I don't want this stuff to fl- 
flush all the way out to MSD or the septic tank or whatever. I just wanted to live in those pipes and, and eat the goo out underneath the sinks and the pee traps and, you know, happy enzyme and bacteria makes for clean pipes and well-running uh, septic. So uh, all that is is the way to go. And the liquid, just follow the instruction, just dump it right down. It may be, oh, four ounces, eight ounces. Nowhere on the instructions, Dale, will uh, Ridex have anything on how to do this because it is a septic tank cleaner and they recommend you dump it all the way down the septic tank. But what cleans your septic tank also cleans your pipes inside your house. It's kind of a twofer, you know, freebie. Okay. You said leave it for about 10 minutes. Uh, well, no, I leave it, uh, oftentimes I'll do it when I'm uh, going to bed too, because the idea is not to flush the toilet, not to run the sink. You just want to flush it down, you know, the, out of the sink and out of the toilet. Okay. So I just flush the toilet and the best time to do it is right before you go to bed, because the longer okay. this stuff sleeps and lives in those pipes, you know, the hungrier it gets and it just eats the okay. waste right out, you know, scours those pipes. Okay. With that, uh, I've got a gurgling in my one toilet. Is there that a sign of uh, any a problem or something? Yes, usually uh, it can be more, but by the time you get some gurgling, if it's a toilet that's often used, you may need to go to a, a drain cleaner uh, person to come do it. Don't put that nasty chemical down. That stuff is like nuclear um, waste going down your toilet. So don't don't put that stuff down. I would go ahead and do it a couple of times, but if you've got something, I'd put it in there once a week for a couple of months. Oh, okay. Yeah, you got nothing to lose. I mean, you basically can drink this stuff, although I'm not recommending that for sure, but it is just an enzyme that makes bacteria happy. That's it. I'll tell you what, thanks for the information. Okay, Dale, thanks for the call. A good timely reminder for the listeners of CAMOX. Appreciate it. I'm going gonna, I'm gonna to do it today. Thank you. All right, thanks, Dale. Bye now. Bye now. Home improvement, there you go. Any port in a storm, you know, the simple is good before you get that big cutting tool and the drain cleaner that can rip a hole in the side of your pipe or dump that nasty chemical down that kills everything from here to there, including your pipes. And then it goes down to MSD or your septic tank and it kills all that too. You can make things worse fast by using those chemical cleaners. Uh, we have phone lines open for you, 314-436-7900-800-925-1120. Kevin Welsh, Helitech, Scott Mosby, Camwex. Stay tuned. We've got more cool stuff. I've got it right here in my pocket. Just don't go away. Welcome back to the Helitech Foundation Repair Home Improvement Show. Now, once again, here's your host, Scott Mosby on KMOX. All right, KMOX listeners, this is your opportunity to listen to KMOX anytime, anywhere. If you're on the planet, you can get it at downloading by downloading radio.com. That's the app. That's radio.com, radio.com, and then favorite us today. Well, it's radio.com right here on KMOX. Kevin Welch, Scott Mosby. Let's go to the phone line, see what's cooking here, and talk with, uh, let's see what's happening here with Paul. Hey, Paul, good morning. Welcome to KMOX. How can we help? Hey, this is Paul, and uh, man, I love this show. Thank you. Good. Um, I got up early this morning at 6 a.m., mm -hmm. and I put uh, this uh, leak stopper rubberized roof patch around my flashing on my chimney. Mm -hmm. and, and I slathered it on thick and heavy, and I made it nice and tight. Because I was having leaks in my roof. Okay. Okay. Now, with this rain, it, will that set up? It says wet and dry on the can. Mm -hmm. And I want to know, is this going to set up? Uh, usually, yes. Um, uh, in some case, it does need to be dry for the application so the bonding works. But uh, it's kind of like a chemical set. Uh, if it says uh, cures wet or dry, uh, usually that means it may be a moisture cured product, which the humidity and even the water, as long as you get enough time that it skins over 
or does the seal. So I would expect that if it says cures wet or dry. Uh, yeah, wet, wet or dry. Yeah, I would think that after 20, 30 minutes, maybe 60 minutes, if you had a dry segment for that skin to uh, form, uh, think of it as liquid paint on rubber. Uh, and we use it in roof coatings all the time, uh, you know, so. And you're seeing it advertised on TV. This is old stuff, not new technology, just finally getting to the consumer in a retail form. So, yeah, it's usually pretty reliable stuff. It doesn't fix the problem. It's just like a long-term caulk material. Uh, and yeah, you may and I have... Use the, I use the mesh and everything, you know. Okay. I bought the mesh and, you know, I redid both chimneys, full... You know, the yeah. full flashing, and I, I laid it on heavy and thick, and I'm just wondering, wow, now it's raining. Well, and you, that was only a few hours ago, you know, that I did it. Well, beware here, Paul, because in rain this heavy, the water can actually get underneath the roof shingles and come up underneath your flashing, uh, whether liquid applied, step flashing metal, whatever it is, when it's coming down this hard, sometimes it can actually go uphill with a resistance to flow. So uh, uh, I, I would expect it to work, but I wouldn't use today as the acid test because, you know, traditional roofing uh, will leak on a day like today too, unless it's built like a boat, which is a whole different, you know, design. I, uh, yeah, scope. I didn't expect the rain. Yeah. At all. Well, I, I, you know, it just came after I did this job, I got it done and I'm like, all right, now, now I'm in there. So I, now I'm thinking, wow, is this going to, cause it's still, you know, sloppy, wet. Yeah. Tar. I, I think you're going to be in good shape, uh, you know, because the temperature's perfect for curing. Uh, you know, now if it gets rain in 20 minutes, you know, you're in trouble. But frankly, uh, if you get an hour uh, between application and this stuff is still in good shape, uh, it usually skins and sets up and you'll get some decent protection. This is called uh, Leak Stopper uh, Rubberized Roof Patch. Cool. Well, okay. It was the most expensive, the best they had at Lowe's. Okay. And well, I'm like, okay, I, I flashed these things heavy. I mean, I put it on really thick. Okay, Paul, I'm going to have to go now. Uh, thank you. Appreciate the product and all that's there. Uh, we'll keep that in mind. Uh, Kevin, uh, will you stick around hour two here? You got it. Right on. How do we reach Helitech? One more time. 1-800-246-9721 or Helitech online. All right, we've got Brad Schott in the KMOX Newsroom, Dean DeVorak, you weather, and they are on post, folks. Uh, they will keep us tuned on the weather here on KMOX. Stay tuned. We've got your back. Now, KMOX at your service. Welcome to the Helitech Foundation Repair Home Improvement Show. Now, here's your host, Scott Mosby on KMOX. Oh, man, when it rains, it pours. This is the Helitech Home Improvement Show. Scott Mosby, I have Kevin Welch here from Helitech, local expert here to tell us all about foundations, rain, and dewatering houses, and, you know, the myriad of ways that water, rain, and intrusion just messes with our health and all. Uh, Kevin Welch, good good afternoon. Welcome to lunch here on Camwex. Thanks for sticking around for hour two. Not a problem. Right on. Now, now uh, I saw you crawling underneath the desk there a little while I'm ago. A when, oh, baby, <laughs> you know. It, it, it got it got pretty dark and we got some rain coming down. Yeah, yeah, and it, and it seems to be moving around. So uh, yeah, it's pretty it, weird. If you can hear our voice, uh, you are uh, potentially in harm's way, and certainly if you're east of downtown St. Louis, it's coming your way, folks. Uh, so, uh, uh, Kevin, uh, you're out and about in various parts of St. Louis. It, it always amazed me uh, with Helitech and the folks that you work with how you know the various types of soil around town it's like oh you're out in such and such you've got that 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 you know it's like and then you're somewhere else 50 miles oh you're in there and you've got that yeah. it, it silty, fascinates me yeah silty soil or or the very crazy clay that we have here i That's, guess you guys are digging that stuff up all the time you you have all kinds of samplings of what's cooking down yeah there. constantly it's it's uh the the soil here is terrible Wow, and that's what causes a lot, a lot of the issues. So you may you have were you doing a rain dance last night? Uh, you you trying to you get know honestly, that? I didn't even know this was coming. I thought yeah. I looked at my, my phone and saw that we had nineties and somewhat looked to be dry for the next two weeks, and 
I was kind of getting excited about that because we, we then move into our appearing season pretty rapidly. Yeah, you've got uh, a family event this afternoon you were looking for. Yeah, were I caught. think it's outdoors. So oh, I don't know baby. what's going to happen there. Yeah. Oh, wow. Yeah. Wow. So you, you may not make it to that. We you might may be, be sitting in our vehicles. Yeah. Pressed into service, huh? Yep. Oh, man. Yeah, I got to get some rest because we yeah, our phones are going to be ringing hard. Oh, my gosh. This, yeah. is, this is enough to do it. So. Yeah, yeah. Yeah. Well, uh, your hydroway as well. Now you've got uh, other foundation stabilization things. You've got, you know, what are some of the various tools that you use for, you know, when that hydrostatic pressure happens, it literally pushes the side walls of your foundation basement in. Yeah, and that's when we bring in our uh, our helical wall anchors and, wow. and anchor the wall back and tie it back so it doesn't move anymore. So it's kind of like uh, holding it up and pushing back, and and it resists that soil. Exactly. Yeah. Wow. And then we're seeing a lot of that with the soil changes and the weather, or the weather changes, and then it changes the soil, and you get expansion and contraction, and expansion and contraction. This keeps happening, and and a lot of a lot of walls pushing in. So we've been we've been seeing a, a large amount of that as well. How often do you have to use multiple solution types? For example, if the clay is affected by water. Water gets in, expands the clay, pushes on the front. You know, then you do the helical. But by golly, then you know it's coming again. You, do you put in dewater? Do you use the hydroway in yeah. conjunction well, sometimes? A lot of times, especially we have to use the hydroway system when we're actually pulling a wall back into place. Really? So if it's if it's pushed in more than two and a half inches or more, mm-hmm. um, our engineers tell us that we've got to pull that wall back. Um, so we excavate on the outside, mm-hmm. take the pressure off the wall. And then raise the house ever so slightly and then pull that wall back. And then after we've gotten that done, we'll go in and put in the hydroway drainage system along with the sump pit and pump along that wall. So you're like the house movers. You just don't move the house. Exactly. Yeah, exactly. Same old stuff. Yep, yeah. Yep. Wow. Uh, phone number, website, all that stuff? 1-800-246-9721. Uh, website is helitechonline.com. This is Kevin Welch of Helitech. Kevin, let's get right to the phone, see what's Sounds cooking good. here. We've got a patient, Joseph. Joseph, uh, good afternoon. Welcome to lunch here. How can we help you? Are you there, oh, Joseph? Oh, yes, I am. Yes, oh, I am here. You're on. Yes, I am here. Hello? Yes, sir. You're on the air here on KMOX. Okay, great. Here's my problem. I have a beautiful old craftsman home, mm. and I've been noticing that the windowsills on the foundation are starting to flake, and some very heavy. Mm-hmm. Now, it's limestone foundation. Is there something I can put across that to permeate into that and kind of seal that better? Uh, yes. Uh, limestone is very poor. Now, are you talking about foundation? Or you're just talking about your window sills, which is part of the brickwork. Just the window sills. Of course, now on the vertical, the outside, I have been seeing a lot of flaking there, too, on certain stones. Oh, okay. I'd so like to preserve that as much as possible. Stone foundation, Joseph, is that what we're talking about here? Uh, yeah, stone, yeah. yeah. Okay. And there's Kevin. never been a leak in the basement. Ooh, well, uh, ooh, Mr. Kevin, how, what do you do with a stone foundation? That, and it's porous. I mean, we use limestone oh, sure. water filters. Yeah. Those, are, those are about as challenging as it gets for us when it comes to waterproofing. Um, a lot of the, you know, you can go in and you can dig around on the outside and excavate and expose the foundation, clean the foundation, you know, power wash it, scrub it. And Understood. Then, Understood. Yeah. But and that's then not, put not your, mine. Yeah. Right. That's not for me. This is a 1915 home is the only right. thing about. And there has never been a leak in the house, in the basement, without a doubt. Okay. And I know kind of stuff. But I'm just saying, as far as my, my window oh. sills, to stop that line, stop that, uh, that material from just starting to crumble even worse, uh, is there like a permeator or a penetrator that I can put on that? Yeah, there's a silicone. into there. This is just uh, silicone, a, really? Well, not, really on, not, not like caulk. Not like caulk. I'm talking no, no, about... No, 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 no. Well, hang on here, Joe. Take a breath, please, brother. I, I, <laughs> this is like sealing concrete. Uh, limestone, uh, believe it, the city of St. Louis is made out of a sandstone. It's a very, very porous material, and they do put an application, uh, a chemical application on there to slow down how fast it uptakes water. You, too, can do this, but it's uh, there's two different types of silicone. Uh, for you, it might come from a, a wholesale uh, building supply, uh, something like that, but there's a 20% silicone solution and a 40%. You would want the 20%, and and it will have to reapply in the flat like that about every five years. This isn't a one-size-fits-all done one time. Okay. 
uh, where I get something like that Lowe's or uh, no, I would take it uh, if you've got a masonry supply place where the brick layers go, the brick masons, the stone masons, and and ask for a, a, a liquid applied silicone, not the wet look. This is basically uh, it, it's got yeah yeah, and it's it's a sl- okay. it'll slow down the porosity of that limestone, but it will not stop the flaking. It slows down the moisture, and that's where the scaling gets controlled. Oh yeah okay. yeah, stop the water, stop the scaling. There you go. Uh, sounds like a winner. Yes, sir. I, I can do some foundation all over, can't I? Well, you can, but then you're trapping. Uh, that foundation needs to breathe, too, because uh, I wouldn't advise it on. You can do it. I wouldn't advise it on the foundation, but your window sills and your vertical brick on the exterior of the house, that is suitable for that silicone product. And okay, it, I guess that a whirl. And it needs to be cleaned before, so it oh, needs sure. a bath. Yeah. You know, yeah. you, you take a shower before you put your uh, um, <laughs> deodorant on. You can't paint over dirt. Right on, brother. There you go. <laughs> okay, guys. Thanks much. Thanks, Joseph. Welcome back to the Helitech Foundation Repair Home Improvement Show. Now, once again, here's your host, Scott Mosby on KMOX. Lively here. Uh, this is the Helitech Home Improvement Show. Scott Mosby here. Kevin Welch of Helitech. Let's go to our phone lines and uh, see what's happening here. Let's speak with, uh, how about Mark? Hey, Mark, good afternoon. Welcome to KMOX. How may we help? Hi, thanks for taking my call. Love the show. Try to listen as much as possible. Very informative and educational. Thank you. Is, I've got a, two questions. One of them is on an existing wall crack in the home I'm in that uh, had previously by previous owner been injected, repaired, and now is minorly leaking again. Is that crack re-injectable or is that a one-time affair with those injection methods? Now, Mark, um, this is Kevin here. So you, yeah. you've got um, a situation where most likely you've had movement in the foundation yeah. and it's reopening opening that right. injection point. Right. So that's something we would take a look at and see if okay is, if it's moving why is it moving again? Gotcha. Um, but if it's if it's nothing beyond just a, a slight movement and it needs to just be reinjected, we can come in and chisel that material out of there and reinject it. Okay. Um, okay but we'll also good. we would also be checking though you know to see if you've got any settlement issues going right. on. Right. Right. Yeah. The crack. I mean, it. I can't even really see where it reopened other than it does weep a very minor amount of water occasionally. So it's obviously shifted a bit. Then my second question, Scott, would be with insulation in the attic. Mm -hmm. The home is approximately 60 some odd years old and I've been up there um, and it appears that it was at the time blown in uh, fiberglass. Mm Does that material settle? Because it seems at this point that it's very compacted and dense down. You know, it's not light and fluffy anymore. And does that occur? And is it possible then to just have a contractor come in and apply another two or four inches on top of the existing Absolutely. Uh, everything settles on me. 20 years ago, my chest used to be up here on my shoulders and my biceps. Now it's down around my belt line. Uh, yeah. So, yeah, too, with fiberglass, that stuff, uh, the the insulative quality of fibered anything is the air pocket in between. Right. So you're right on the money on figuring out. As that product settles, uh, fiberglass famous for it, it, you diminish those air pockets. So your insul- insulative air pockets are now squeezed down to, you know, much, much less efficient. And the answer is exactly as you're describing is blow some new fiberglass on top of it. Uh, you can do cellulose over the top. The problem is, is it's so heavy, it just crushes all the fiberglass underneath it. So you're better off going on with a similar material. And also, uh, I've seen ceilings collapse from people putting too much cellulose up in their attic on drywall ceilings. It's, uh, okay. you know, okay. so, you know, more yeah. is not always better. Right. One qu- other quick question then. Uh, I did notice there must have been at some point in time a mouse infestation up there. Yes. Uh, those mouse tunnel holes aren't going to hurt or i mean i mean just because they're there and we blow or install additional insulation that's no big deal that that material does not need to come out just because of 
an old mouse infestation. Not not usually. Again, uh, just like moisture, you want to stop the way in and out for those right. mice. Uh, right. But generally, those uh, that's not a big issue. Uh, but I would invite an insurance or an insulin insulation company to come out, take a look at it. They'll make a recommendation in really severe events. Um, and, and when you get you know, raccoons and larger critters up there where, you know, the scat is, is heavy and big and, and, you know, nasty, then sometimes we do vacuum out that insulation. Uh, but also when you get up there with that insulation, be open to that insulation company sealing up some of the air leaks. Uh, so air seal and then insulate, and you'll find out in the uh, the dollar quote that three inches of fiberglass is uh, just a little less costly than 12 inches of fiberglass. So go ahead and, and from your world, describe it in our value. Uh, because, you know, if you and I, three inches, six inches, eight inches, you know, it, it, the R value changes. But if you just say, I want an R40 attic, what, what do I need to do to get a really good R40 attic? And then let the pros do their pro thing, you know? Okay, very good. And real quick, and last thing, as a cost-saving measure on my end, is it possible to just unroll, unfaced, like six-inch thick blanket over the top of that blown in? Or that's not really going to be effective because there'll be too much air gap on some of those areas. No, it's effective and it's done. The problem is that the insulation company buys this fibrous stuff by the hundred truckloads and you buy it by the roll. So you will find that the do-it-yourself project will take a lot of time, uh, take a lot of sweat and you're probably going to pay more for that than you will having the pros come in and blow this stuff with some professional advice. It's uh, And that was true 20 years ago. It's true today because it's like, you know, right. buying a car from the dealer, it costs, you know, $20,000. And buying it at the auto parts store, it's $60,000 for the right. same car. I see. Okay. Yeah, that makes sense. Okay. Thank you very much. You guys are very helpful. I love the show. Like I said, very educational. Thank you. Thank you, Mark. Take care. Bye there. Kevin, uh, you know, golly, the rain has stopped, but, you know, this water has all soaking into that soil. We briefly spoke about hydrostatic pressure. Uh, can you explain kind of what happens underground and where hydrostatic pressure comes from? You talked about the three ways water comes in over the foundation, through the foundation crack, and then under hydrostatic. You know, tell us a little more about that. So, again, it's a water table issue in a lot, in a lot of cases. So your your water table starts to rise I would say, you know, right now our water table was pretty low. Mm-hmm. It was getting pretty low because we've been, out. Yeah, we've been so hot and, and, and dry. And, and now with a hard rain like this, uh, sometimes you're going to get – this came in so hard, sometimes this is just going to run off. Yeah. Um, it might find cracks into the foundation. But, um, but you know, some of it soaked in. And if we get, you know, looking at the forecast, we could be getting more rain over the next coming days. And that's when the water tables, you know, start to begin to come back up again. And that's where the and water literally comes up from the bottom up. Right. So then it'll start to build up under the floor and you'll see it pushing through uh, cracks in the floor mm. or the seam between where the foundation wall and the floor meet one another. So that's that's when you're getting hydrostatic pressure. And that's when you're hydroware. You basically just put this uh, product down and make a better offer for the water. So instead of leaking so, into the basement, you get it to leak into your thing. Yeah, it's a, it's a, it's called the path of least resistance. Is what you're what you're looking for. So you're giving the water a place to go much quicker, and therefore it goes into our system and runs to the pit, and the pump takes over. Yeah, water is very obedient. Yes. <laughs> <laughs> uh, Kevin, how do we get a hold of Helitech here? One eight hundred two four six ninety seven twenty one. Uh, and helitechonline.com. All right. Uh, We're going to take a short pause. We've got some phone lines open for you. If you've been waiting or you've watched the water or your roof, you're worried about that, or you've got other issues around the home, call us. We have 436-7900. That's area code 314-436-7900 and toll-free 800-925-1120. Please, uh, as Brad Cho to the KMOX Newsroom and Dean DeVore of AccuWeather say, Beware the flood has not yet fully manifested itself. So all that water that's uh, running off somewhere will gather on the streams, uh, those uh, low water crossings, areas like that. Don't mess with it. This is serious. The water will come up 
and it'll come up fast. Please be aware. Uh, we love you, KMOX listeners. We don't want you to float away. 314-436-7900-800-925-1120. Kevin Welch, Apila Tech, Scott Mosby, KMOX, at your service. Get ready for the Cards and Reds this afternoon. Amron Total Access 215. First pitch 310. Hear it here on your voice of the St. Louis Cardinals. KMOX. Now, KMOX at your service. Welcome to the Helitech Foundation Repair Home Improvement Show. Now, here's your host, Scott Mosby on KMOX. All right, KMOX, uh, we have uh, Kevin Welch of Helitech, Scott Mosby here of KMOX. And all of you, if you're hearing my voice, those in Marion County, the uh, the forecast is still uh, the weather uh, warning, thunderstorm warning, uh, that. So if you're in now central Illinois, uh, it was a little bit western Illinois, this weather's still coming at you. It's still sweeping up. It just came through the central uh, part of St. Louis. So you're not clear yet. All these forecasts are uh, and storm patterns are coming excuse me your way uh, including the hail so don't take this lightly please uh, take the flooding very seriously uh, if it's deep and you think it's not I urge you to think twice and, and find another route uh, because that's how these cars stall out and then the water keeps coming up and then you're in your car and the water keeps rising just don't mess with it folks this stuff plays for keeps and it doesn't doesn't give you back once uh, once you drown. So please take this very seriously. Uh, let's get right to the phones and see what's cooking here with Tom. Tom, good afternoon. Welcome to KMOX. How can we help, my friend? Hey, how are you doing today? Fantabulous. How about you? Doing well, thank you. Uh, I had a question. I heard you talk about uh, ridge vent uh, system for the roof uh, uh-huh. and, uh, and why that's unwise if you have gable vents. Could you uh, explain that again? Well, it's about inhaling and exhaling. A uh, ridge vent uh, exhales. So basically, hot air rises. It will go to the highest point of the roof, the apex, the very top of the V. Uh, That's where the air escapes. So that's where the air goes out of the attic cavity. That air will come in wherever it can. So if you have soffit vents low where the normal overhang of a house is around the gutters, now you have this great intake for the the air and it'll wash literally what's called wash the sheathing so that cool air coming in down by the gutters washes right up the roof sheathing on the underside of the shingles in the attic and then up through the ridge vent and out if you stick a pan vent or a a gable in there halfway up from the bottom to the top and you put a hole in it for example a gable vent there that becomes the new inhale place so uh, as Kevin was describing uh, water is very obedient. Air is too. Path of least resistance. So that air will better. It's closer to the ridge vent on the gable. So the gable will be the new inlet or source of that air and then it'll go back out. So it works but it what call, what I call it orphans. It it no longer draws so from the low part of the eave, the overhang, the soffit where the gutters are and you wind up with a big cavity down where at the hottest point where the least amount of insulation usually is up by those gutters that's where the air doesn't move or doesn't get drawn in because that gable um, is inhaling is becoming the new easy path of airflow and that's why it's so important on a gable end if you put ridge vent on you cover those two gable ends on the two sides those are the things on the siding on the triangles as well as uh, the um, um, any kind of a you know uh, dormer does that help well, you? you would, yeah, that explained it perfectly. So, what would you suggest in that uh, in that gable on those triangles? You just want to put put some uh, half inch plywood or something over the back of it so that the air can't suck in there. Is that what you're saying? Yeah, that, that's the easy way to do it, that or plastic. Keep in mind, driving rain will still come in, hit that plywood, and drip down, and it can cause damage. So, uh, you know, of course, the better way to do it is to remove those uh, vents, but now you're into reciting. It's a big deal, but it, it's a little... Keep 
Keep in mind that when the water comes through those gable vents, either plywood or plastic or whatever, somehow you've got to have a kick flashing for that water to hit that plywood, come down, and instead of, you know, dripping into your uh, ceiling, your drywall uh, plaster or whatever at the ceiling, that it weeps out, escapes, drains out, or is flashed, diverted out onto the face of the siding. So it's a little more involved than just the plywood. From the air standpoint, it perfectly, it functions fine. That is all you need to do but if you're going to manage water uh, instead of you know that 10 minutes now turns to you know many hours or sometimes a whole gable siding to, to reside so you know it depends okay. how good is good enough so if, if there's gable vents in there now and they're uncovered you're getting water inside the house during driving rain on that uh yeah but it's not concentrated generally you get driving rain it, it comes through that and it disperses into a mist uh when you can when you get it all right can you know right onto the face of the plywood then that water just drips and runs right down the plywood like it does on the outside of the siding and you wind up with a concentration of water right there inside that gable so it's it's more how much water than the water coming in so you know it's a good point you you make a good point but it's concentrated uh when it comes on that plastic or that plywood Understood. Thank you very much. Very Th good show. Thanks, okay. Tom. Good point. I'm big deal. I mean, uh, and and if you've got a gable, you're better off playing around with a pro because you're into fluid dynamics. Uh, air is a fluid. Water is a fluid. So it, it gets pretty complex on how to properly and fully um, uh, ventilate an attic. It's just, just a big deal. Understood. Thank you. Right on, sir. Thanks, Tom. Bye-bye. Bye now. Uh, Kevin Welch, Helitech, Scott Mosby, KMOX. Kevin, where are you going after this? Are you going to try and do your uh, family gathering? Yeah, we got a graduation party we're going to go hit. So hopefully, hopefully they've got some uh, areas that are covered or, I don't know, maybe, maybe looks like maybe the rain's let up. So we'll yeah. see. Yeah, well, I'm not sure if it's outdoor or indoor. They're graduating anyway, though. Yeah, they're done. Yeah, they're, <laughs> they're launched. So That time of the year. Oh, amen, brother. Yep. Well, I, I wish you well, and congratulations to uh, your family for those graduating. Thanks. Yeah, yeah. Appreciate it, Scott. Kevin Welch, Helitech, he'll stick around top of the hour. We do have phone lines, 314-436-7900-800-925-1120. I also want to take the opportunity to invite you to the seminar. We've got a seminar coming up here on Gourmet Kitchens at Mosby. Uh, so you can design your dream kitchen, find out about appliances, styles, cabinets, countertops, some of this attic ventilation also it gets into how to properly ventilate a hood, uh, and it's a big deal now, so keep that in mind. And that's coming up July 14th, uh, 10.30 at the MAC West. So uh, you can find out more at callmosby.com. Just go into seminars there. And uh, just part of the outreach to keep you as smart as we can. Uh, education counts. Uh, consumers make smarter decisions when they know more. But we've got phone lines here. Bring it on, 314 Four three six seven nine hundred for your phone calls or eight hundred nine two five eleven twenty. The weather has kind of passed. It's now moving into Washington, Illinois County, um, in Marion County, and it, it's into Central Illinois. And it'll continue going, but you'll be outside of the Camwex broadcasting. It looks like we're going to maybe launch this uh, baseball game here. So we've got lots of things happening. Stay tuned. Three o'clock brings uh, the Cards and the Reds right here on Camwex. Stay tuned. More to come. Welcome back to the Helitech Foundation Repair Home Improvement Show. Now, once again, here's your host, Scott Mosby on KMOX. All right, back together, home improvement. We've got an update on the weather from Brad Show to the KMOX newsroom. Brad, what's the latest? Scott, our good friend Daphne just called into the newsroom and said that flooding on River Park Drive in East St. Louis has the road closed there. You're probably familiar with that low area over there oh, by yeah. the Casino Queen and the uh, City Hall building over there. So that road uh, not passable right now. So they got a lot of heavy rain in, that, in a short period of time there. We also know that there is a wet thunderstorm warning still in effect for parts of Washington County and Clinton County in Illinois until 1 o'clock. And same situation there with the 60-mile-per-hour wind gust potential, quarter-size hail, hmm. and heavy downpour. So, you know, we're talking towns there like Centralia, Ashley, Hoyleton, things like that. So it's out to the east now, hmm. but uh, we also still have these flooding concerns here in the uh, Closer to St. Louis region, so absolutely, that is close. Uh, you know, that East St. Louis, that road gets a good bit of traffic too. And I do have one other accident too. This just came in northbound 270 past all of two left lanes blocked. So we're still seeing some traffic snarls out there today too, in the aftermath of these storms. Wow. Well, 
It's an eventful day. KMOX has your back. Bradley Choate of uh, the KMOX Newsroom, as well as uh, Dean DeVore, keeping uh, keeping us apprised of all the things of AccuWeather. Brad, thank you very much. Uh, he, he'll keep us up to date here. Stay tuned. We've got the Cardinal baseball coming up here on KMOX. Kevin Welch is with me here a few more minutes. We've got lots of things happening. Uh, what do you say, Kevin? We go back to the phone lines. You ready for that? Sounds good. Right on. Let's see what's cooking here, and let's talk with Dennis. Hello, Dennis Scott Mosby. Kevin Welch here. How may we help you? Hi, Scott. Thanks a lot for taking my call. Love the show. Thank you. So I, I have a deck that's attached to the house. It's probably about three feet off the ground. Mm-hmm. And the front supports furthest away from the house have sunk probably about two or three inches. Okay. Who can I contact or what can I do about that? Uh, well, it's very common. Uh, a lot of these decks are DIY, and, and the structures just don't quite get it. There may not be any footings there or whatever. Uh, Kevin, uh, what, what does Helitech have for yeah, us? Yeah, Dennis, so is the uh, are the uh, the supports of those concrete uh, piers that the deck is sitting on? You know, it, it looks like it, but it looks like they're pretty skimpy on the concrete there. Yeah. Okay, yeah, they're probably what, – what you probably got going on is that those things are sitting – in the most unstable soil that we have, the top, you know, the top five or six feet of soil are unstable. So we could come in, um, brace your deck up, remove those concrete uh, piers or whatever that is, and we could drive uh, a couple of helical piers in there, and then pour a uh, or set a sonotube and pour concrete into that sonotube and set the deck back down. And that thing will never move. Okay. Again. That thing will never move again in those locations. Excellent. Thank you very much. I appreciate it. Yeah, and, and Dennis, don't hit it with the uh, lawnmower because it's, uh, as my father would say, that's built for stout. <laughs> <laughs> All right. All right, sir. Thanks for the call. Thank right. you. Next up, let's see what's happening here. Let's talk with Tom. Hey, Tom, Scott Mosby, Kevin Welch. How can we help? Hey, how are you? Fantabulous. Okay, uh, I kind of got two things. First of all, um, the floor drain in the basement is not draining. Oops. I had a plumber come out, and uh, he ran the, the snake down there and he's just kind of bringing up clay and, and mud um, so that's one problem uh, everything seems to be draining well in the rest of the house uh, uh-huh. I, I got to get that fixed the other thing is in some areas when I'm walking on the floor it sounds hollow or like I'm walking on a drum um, can you tell me what what do you think about that <laughs> I think they're related um, okay. Not not uncommon. Um, how old is your house, Tom? Uh, it was built in 1940. Yeah, you're you're you know 1940. Golly, that's um, you know that's a time ago. What happens? And, and Kevin alluded to it, it with the previous deck question. In the top five or six feet settles. Sometimes underneath those basement floors, uh, very common underneath garage floors, the subgrade preparation for those slabs. And, you know, you've had 80 years, uh, you know, to for that uh, what's holding up that basement floor. That can settle. It can literally drop out from underneath that concrete floor, create a void and, and a volume, really, which then contributes to Kevin Welch needing to de- dewater that. Likewise, as that soil drops, sometimes it takes that pipe with it. So that floor drain, uh, the pipe that's being held up by the soil, soil drops under, drops out. Um, you've got a failed uh, cast iron pipe. And even at 80 years, you know, cast iron's about at the end of its life. You either have cast iron that fails around 55 years or some of the old stuff back from 1940 that you have. It'll make it to 80, sometimes 100 years. But you have a failed pipe, and you're going to break up that basement floor to replace that floor drain. There, there's If you're getting mud, um, that's that's bad. You You have a breach in the pipe. Uh, I'm sure the plumber was, you know, not didn't have good news for you with that um, no. experience. Okay. So you're into you're into open floor surgery, um, and it's a floor drain. And then with the other no, news you're giving me about a hollow floor, once you start breaking that floor, this is your classic remodeling project. The other pipes under the floor probably are right around the corner uh, of failure. Uh, maybe not. Um, my next step uh, is two things: either get in and start breaking and fix that floor drain, but be ready for it to get worse or get a camera company to come in with a cable camera and they literally put these, uh, you know, 
cameras underground in the pipes and you can look physically at the inside of your pipes. Um, so there's, you know, sewer and drain services. Maybe the guy that was cleaning your uh, thing there, that they may have a tool for that as well. It's a little bit pricey, but if you want to know what you're up against, uh, the best way to do that is gather the information and then make your decision. And if it were mine, I would get the uh, camera, the cable camera on there and, and, and check and have them check all the pipes underneath my basement so I can come up with a proactive plan, you know, and, and you know, for Mosby, the way we, we need to give a price. So we want to know what we're up against. It's like we can do this for this much or you do this for this much, you know. So having a consumer conversation where you participate, that's what you get with the camera. Otherwise, you're just opening it up and, you know, like the surgeon going after cancer, he closes it up when he's done and you don't know how many zeros are on the end of that check. Right. Okay. Yeah. Um, the good news is you probably have a, a well-built house. The bad news is, is parts of it are, you know, failing in that cast iron pipe underground, as well as be aware if they're going to camera shoot that thing, get them up inside, above, inside the house too, because oftentimes those stacks rust out before the stuff under the ground too. So be aware. It, it, you, may, you may need to come up with a big game plan on that. All right. Well, thank you very much. All right, Tom. Thanks for the question. Bye now. Bye. Yeah, sometimes the answers, we do tell you the truth. Uh, sometimes the truth is hard to hear and, and tough to swallow. But, uh, you know, Kevin and I, are, like he said, water is very obedient. It generally tries to go where we don't want it. Uh, Kevin, uh, where, what are you facing here in the next two weeks after this? I understand this rain is forecast throughout the next several days, too. So. Yeah, this is, uh, yeah, I thought for a moment we were going to go into a, a slight lull, um, but that, Thought is gone. <laughs> we're gonna be, we're gonna be, we're gonna be busy, super busy. So, well, the good news is our plants and our lawns are getting pretty happy here. A little more lightning. We'll get some nice nitrogen popping out. Did you all know that you know nitrogen happens? You ever get a, a lightning storm and all of a sudden your grass is real green? I had that explained to me that some sort of the lightning creates, uh, you farmers out there probably know this stuff, uh, but the nitrogen, which is delivered into uh, the fertilizer. So anyway, something like that. I just know that when the lightning pops out a few times, it's like, you know, somebody spray painted my yard deep green. So I don't know. Uh, so Kevin, how do we uh, contact Helitech here? So 1-800-246-9721 and... Uh HelitechOnline.com. All right. Well, good luck to you and your family. I, I know you've graduated several times and continue to in this uh, foundation repair and waterproofing business. Thanks a lot, Scott. Appreciate yeah. it. Good, good time. Yeah. Blessings to you. Thanks for coming. Here's I know uh, I, I know. sometimes it's tough to get a Saturday away from the family. Uh, very much appreciated. And uh, Always uh, enjoyable. I learn something every time I come on here with you. I so, do, too. Yeah. You know, that's the funny thing about it. I, years ago when I started this, I was worried, now, how can I bring it all? You know, and it took me five or six years to realize I don't have to bring it. I will never be smarter than everybody. Right. So it's just be a good listener and, you know, invite the the help and the problems, you know, all like. And, man, I, I love this is the best seat for learning I've ever had. And I've been in some pretty good classes with some pretty good gurus. So, uh by golly, this is a good seat. Yeah, good time. Thanks uh, again. All right. Kevin Welch, Helitech, uh, and uh, thank you to B&W Concrete and Helitech for supporting this message and the uh, Helitech Home Improvement Show coming to you. Uh, I've got the cards and the reds coming up later on this afternoon. Stay tuned to Camwax. Brad Chote is back there. Dean DeVore of AccuWeather. Weather, we've got your back. We'll watch the weather so you can play.